This week, we welcome back David Robinson of Shivers Regal to continue our conversation about the blended Scotch whiskey. And we'll be sampling two bottlings from Shivers, which have had rather exciting finishes. The Mizunara finished in Japanese oak and the 13-year-old rye cask finish. And don't forget to go and give us a follow over on social media. You can find us at Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and that Twitter there. That Twitter there, and it would help us out if you rate, review, and subscribe on all your podcast platforms. Thank you very much. You're listening to Whiskey and Things with Nick Kent and Dave Giles. Welcome to the podcast. I am Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. Everyone, middle name Anthony, with no H. Um, knack. How are you, Dave? You didn't right? know that. Knack. Yeah, knack is my, yeah, Nick Knack. <laughs> that was my, you know, what people used to call in school. Yeah. Nick Knack, <laughs> Paddy Whack. Don't finish that off. <laughs> there we go. How are you, Dave? You are right? <laughs> Better now. Better now. Good, good, good. How are um, you doing? I'm okay, thank you very much. Um, we're recording this a few weeks before this uh, this episode is is aired, and um, we've had f- three shots of whiskey, or three quite big shots of whiskey, because today we're continuing on. It's kind of like a two-parter. We're going to be airing the second part of our interview with David Robinson, brand ambassador of Chivas Regal, and other Pernod Ricard. Engage properties, <laughs> or... Uh, Never that gets kind of old. Thing. Yeah, it never gets old. Never <laughs> well, gets old. It, it will for him. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to be airing that. So uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, whenever that came out, uh, we did the Shivers Regal XV and it was bloody lovely, wasn't it, Dave? Yeah, but if much. I'm brutally honest, Nick, the whiskies we got today blow that out of the water in my mind. Absolutely. That was a good whiskey. These mm. are sublime whiskies. Both of these are top notch. Absolutely. So, yeah, I say we get straight into it. What do you say? Sounds good to me. Cool. Here's part two of uh, our interview with David Robinson. Enjoy. So, welcome back, David Robinson. He's still not the basketball player, but he's still here with us. Uh, and uh, I think I've enjoyed this more, actually, than I thought once I got over the disappointment that you weren't one of my basketball heroes. Uh, so, that, that, yeah, thanks for joining us once again. And uh, we've got two whiskies that we're going to drink with you today, carrying on from our chat about blends and the science and the art of that. So we've got two, which I have never tried before, uh, which is exciting. So we're going to start with this. Uh, it's called Shivers Regal Extra. Uh, and it's a 13-year-old riot cask finish. Um, so this is a load of ingredients that... Uh, or not ingredients, this is a load of combinations I don't think I've had before. So uh, tell us a bit about the thought process on this. Nice one. Yeah, well, this, I love it, first of all, when you know people haven't tasted something before because we really get to open up and uh, explain things in a nice way and do it at the same time. So the extra range, quite interestingly, like oh some of you God. might have heard of, right? Some of you guys, is- <laughs> I'm just going to let you, hang on, I'm going to pause just for a second while this happens. Go on. That smell. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. So fruity. That's a that's a whiskey smell I have never had before. Man, it's it's something else, honestly. So the extra, like some um, some listeners might have heard of Chivas Real Extra uh, in the past. Uh, we'll know that was a Oloroso Sherry finished expression of uh, Chivas Regal. 
And what we basically done is we took that concept of that, what does that extra really mean? And it means obviously something else, that sort of cast finishing. That Shiva's Real Extra was 13 years anyway. What we thought we'll do is um, let's, let's put 13 years on it. You know, let's, you know, let's, let's be honest, let's be open, let's be fluid about it. Let's really work with that extra angle. So the extra element now is this sort of select cask finishing idea. And what we've got is the Oloroso that we've, uh, that we spoke about just then. The Shivers Regal Extra, if you guys have had it, some of you might have seen it in new bottles um, since it's gone out. We've got the Shivers Regal Extra 13 rye cask finish, which we've just going to about taste now. And that was exclusive to Australia at first in 2019. It's now come to our shores uh, as a e-commerce exclusive. Uh, we also have a tequila cask finish. We also have a rum cask finish. And we have something else that I can't quite tell you what it is yet uh, coming out this year. Ribena cask finish. Oh, what? Do you get a memo? <laughs> hey, I've met some people. I've met some people in the business recently. What can I say? Did you uh, meet, has John Luke Picard been on telling you, me, <laughs> telling you all the secrets? It's exactly what it is. Um, but yeah, that, that is the concept. Taking those elements, the 13-year-old um, uh, age statement and finishing it in a great way. And again, like I say, all these blends will be different from their inception to really sort of get the best out of that cast finishing and that age statement, what we really want to get out of them. Hmm. So you identified the fruitiness of this straight away. I mean, Great, grapefruit is just popping out. Absolutely popping out. Big, isn't it? No- I haven't tasted it yet. It's just, just on the nose, but it's that's possibly the the most summer fruit smell I've ever had on a whiskey. I love it. I mean, you, you guys are you guys are rye fans, right? I'm a big rye fan. We haven't had much. I haven't had. We've had a couple, but I, I've enjoyed it. Mm. Well, we yeah, we've only done one on the show. I've had a few kind of out in the real world, as it were. Yeah, I, I do. I do like a rye. I do like a rye. I found it used to be a bit burny on my uh, on my chest as it was going down. Burny. But um, <laughs> but now I've learned to you know a bit burny. Bit burny. Bit of yeah. Is, is Bernie Sanders the unofficial rye <laughs> advocate as well? Now is that what you're going to tell me? I was just about to say Ooh, that. Feel the burn. Feel the burn. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. See, I've got, you've got to be wearing mittens when you're drinking it. Yeah. yeah. When you start doing it's the budget committee. <laughs> the reason why I've kind of got into rise and stuff is what well. I find it's kind of the it's the ingredient in the mash bill of a bourbon, which for me makes the difference in a bourbon, whether it's got a bit more of the, that rye spice, you know, in there. That's how I kind of think, oh, I like that higher mash bill in a bourbon, as it were. And I've got like a whistle pig up there, which I really love. Um, it's that kind of gherkiny dill, dillness in a, yeah. in a rye that I'm enjoying. I, I, I love a, I love a bourbon. I, I think I think bourbon's great. I I don't have by nature a sweet tooth anymore. It's sort of as I've got a bit older, it's sort of left me. Um, so I, if I'm drinking my American whiskeys, I very much stick with rice and I very much enjoy yeah. them. I think they're I think they're more suited to um, some classic cocktails for my palate as well. But when we take that sort of element of finishing, and Dave, you hit the nail on the head straight away. We get that really big fruitiness through. We get that little bit of spice in there, but it just opens up nice, bold, and bright. And you identify grapefruit there, which for me is a great nose and note on this whiskey. It really is. This is unlike anything I've tasted since we've started doing this, Nick. This yeah. is absolutely It's kind of the best delightful. of both worlds, isn't it? Because I can, I can definitely taste the... Oh, sorry. I can smell the rye kind of in there. That subtle... And people might be put off if I say pickles and dill, but it's great. And it's not like you're eating a pickle or like, you know, some dash salmon or something with some dill on it. It's a really nice flavour almost spicy but yeah I can smell it in there and it's really it's really nice it makes a lovely change this is just amazing I, I, I can't take I can't talk high, more highly enough about this and it takes a bit of the sweetness off of me it's still fruity but it's not as a bit drier again yes. I really love 
but it does have the sweetness, but without it yeah. being too sweet. Mm. Yes, that's exactly it. Absolutely. And remember, like say, this is the this is the finish. There's no obviously rye grain in yeah. this at all. Yeah. Um, but that sort of that finish cast, those elements that we've got of that maturation of the rye whiskey is letting that happen. That stewed dryness at the end and it just brings that palate, that nice sort of cleanliness at the end. It just yeah. it works so well as a unit. And this is what we want. You know, if a blend, blended scotch whiskey works so well as a unit, right? Let's get the finish in there as well, just to sort of just cap everything off and just make it really sing at the end. And, you know, the other cask in the extra range will do the exact same thing for the purpose we want them to. But the rye cask, if you know rye and you know what it's all about and you know that fruitiness and that's a little bit of spiciness, you know what's coming. And it's great to see you guys really sort of enjoying that as well. That's lovely. So you said it was an Australian exclusive first, was that right? It was, yeah. So in 2019 and then it came it came to us in 2020, uh, it oh, would okay. have been. Uh, 2020. I'm getting my head together here. Yes, yes. Where the rye car? Where are the uh, the cast from that had the rye? Were they from Australia or were they from, say, Kentucky or Un- undisclosed, undisclosed on our side? Yeah, we like we get a lot of this as well. Um, mm. just things out secretive. secretive, absolutely. The thing is, as well, they won't always be coming from the exact same place. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's easier sometimes to say, listen, it's a cast which has previously held rye. Yeah. End of story. No, yeah. what I love about a lot of Kentucky bourbon or Kentucky ryes. Like they're like, oh, it's American whiskey, this, that, and the other. A lot of the rye comes from Germany, so it's like not even an all American product. So I found, I found really interesting. Anyway, that's a little fact I might cut out. Uh, <laughs> okay, I like that one. Um, do you know what else I'm getting with this? Is mint. Oh, well, mint's nice. Yeah, there's a mint. sort of um, spearmint sort of freshness on there. Yeah. Yes, both on the nose and on the finish. Really, really picking it out. Nick, you getting that? There's a freshness. I'm not sure if it's mint though for me. But again, if I sat with it, then maybe. It's one of those things, uh, sometimes if I think too much about it when I'm trying to have a taste, I don't pick it up. But if I'm doing something else like, I don't know, tidying up or, I don't know, cooking, and I'm not even thinking about the whiskey, that's when it comes out for me. So yeah. it's odd this tasting, Lark. Still not, still not great at it. Oh, there's, 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 no, there's no science to, like, yeah. you know, if, if you get it, you get it. I always say to people, like, there is no wrong flavor or nose and note. You cannot be wrong at a nose and note taste at all. Don't happen. Yeah. I've enjoyed this so much. I went straight on the Google machine and tried to find out how much it is. And I can't believe how cheap it is as well. What's the Google machine telling you? It's telling me it's about 35 quid. You probably can get it cheaper elsewhere as well. That's the first price that's come up, but which is normally the cheapest. But that's incredible. For their whiskey of this caliber on the flavor profile and for something as different as this. And also, I, I, I can imagine this with loads of different cocktails and it work because the fruitiness. Yeah. Like you don't even have to do that much. Like, yeah, big fan. Big, big fan of this one. Yeah. Good work. Amazing. Oh, mate, don't, don't thank me. Thank the... Uh, Jean-Luc thank Picard. The team of the, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thank, uh, thanks, Sandy Hislop and his blending team. But yeah, honestly, it is it is amazing. And like you say, I mean, I've got like a little... I've said to you guys before, I've got a little uh, roasted pineapple highball here. goes so well with that fruitiness, that little yeah. bit of spiciness as well, I'm sure you can imagine. Do you guys get... Um, you know, for me, I get like a little sort of um, honeydew melon on this. Mm. You know, that sort of ripe oh. breakfast melon. Yeah. There's so many different elements here. A little bit of chocolate, cacao starting to come through, a little bit of spice. It's just beautiful. There's so much to it. So, And it's quite light as well. It's not mm. not blowing you away in a bad way of, of any description. It's just delightful. It just goes down so well. I want more. 
I want another glass as soon as I've finished. And it's and a 40%, that's... but it's got so, mm-hmm. so much flavour. Yes. That's another thing, isn't it? Sometimes, uh, you know, the minimum ABV as it is, you might lack a bit of flavour, but or the, the alcohol helps, fu- you know, bring that flavour to you. But this, you wouldn't know. You could think this was a 46 or something mm-hmm. or higher. So both this this one and the next one we're going to try. Is this a technique being used by the brand to counter the fact that we have a lot of these new finished whiskies happening? Uh, is, is this the shivers front of that uh, where it's like, look, we're going to give you different flavor profiles and finish it in something different or just try and make it unique, more unique than the, the whiskey you know. The whiskey you think you know, we're going to say, hang on a moment, forget about that. Try this. Try this. Oh, you think you don't like whiskey? Try this. Is that is that the, the and also just trying to keep up with the way that how the speed in which new whiskies are coming out with new flavor profiles? Yeah, I mean, listen, from a marketing standpoint, you know that is going to be a part of it, and it is going to be that that narrative that I said to you before. There is definitely a whiskey for everybody. There's definitely a blended Scotch whiskey for everybody, and we're helping people find that for them. But I think more than anything else, it's just a celebration of technique. You know, we mm-hmm. we chatting about this and. Uh, this isn't just something that's done to say, you know, we don't want to come here and say, right, we finished this in this to mask the fact that it's a blended Scotch whiskey. We finished this in this because we want to celebrate what we've done with this blend. That's mm. the long and short of it. Nice. Look, look, look at it like this, you know, look at what's gone into it. And we've selectively finished in this cast to really let it sing. Do you like rye whiskey? Try this. Do you like also sherry? Try this. Do you like tequila? Try this because there's an element of that sort of that grapefruit, that sort of you know that agave, you know rawness that comes through in the in the tequila finish as well. These ones are still exclusive for the countries, but the look that I've got saying to you guys right now is if this was an exclusive in 2019, let's keep our eyes open for those other two. Um, Absolutely, but it's it is about that. I think Dave more than anything else, it's just about going. Let's celebrate the fact this is a blended Scotch whiskey. And let's celebrate what we can do uh, with, you know, our blending team and, you know, the, the guys who craft the liquid at the distilleries as well. Yeah. Mm. I also love the packaging. I love the fact it's more colourful. And, and, and I think I think uh, Pano Ricard have done that with their other brands as well. Like the, the, the Glenlivet uh, Caribbean cast is that big orange bolt statement. And, it, and it, can, it kind of moves away from some of the stuffiness of, the, of past branding. And yes, you still keep, you can have your traditional bit, but also we're going to go, boom, we're going to, we want this to pop out on the shelf. Uh, and, and I like that. I like that this is a multitude of colours on this box. I was going to ask about the box and the packaging, et cetera. I, I was scanning through earlier. Was it something to do with the King Street Emporium in terms of the 13 and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So you'll always, right? see, you'll always see a reference to it um, in the, in the blending on every single um bit 13 as well it's yeah. a bit more of that you know in the in the looking booth which is our logo you might see the thing looks a bit like a looks a bit like a heart of a crown on it mm-hmm. um basically that sort of that celebration of you know history because we do accept you know like you know we we can't with these things and we see the same with the glenlivet as well you know that beautiful coral note that's on that caribbean reserve we want to move you know you know into this new world we want to be relevant in this new world but we we can't forget where we came from yeah, at the end absolutely. of the day there's, there's, there's no way we can do that you know, we get a lot of, um, you know, when I, when I chat to people about mixing whiskey and cocktails and that kind of thing, there's a lot of a, you know, resistance, which is absolutely fine. Because I go back to my earlier point, you best way for you to drink whiskey is the way you like the most. Long and yeah. short, happy days. So you don't want to mix your whiskey. Perfect. But we want people to know that we're not forgetting our roots and our heritage. And it's the same with that package you mentioned on the Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve. It's the same with this. 
know, you'll see those King Street references. You'll see those old bits of photography. You'll see those old bits of the Emporium in there as well. But this big, bright smattering of color as well to really celebrate and just stand out on the shelf and stand out on people's um, you know, bar shelves as well at home. It's, it's, it's great. And I'm such a fan of seeing it. Like as, even as the ambassador, obviously I've got that bit in me, but as a consumer, as someone who might have this on my bar, if I was an operator, like that's what I want to see a company do. I want them to be bright and I want people to sort of give me, give my customers cues to come in and enjoy this stuff. Whiskey! Right, should we try this other one then? Go, I think we should. Yeah. I think we should. So, completely different again. Absolutely, completely different in terms, you know, approach. I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is the Mizunara. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Smashed it. Uh, and it's um, aged in a, a, it's a Japanese oak, right? So it's a, obviously a complete different kind of wood. Corcus crispula, I believe. Is that Ooh. right? Getting the old Latin I'm reading up. <laughs> even, I, even I didn't know that. It's Misenara to me, but there you go, on it. Yeah. I oh, think I've read his book. I love my... <laughs> <laughs> He's an extra on Emmerdale, not Curry. <laughs> this is darker. Um, yeah, this, this, this is a very special whiskey for us, um, you know, for the ambassador team, for the for everyone at Shivers, to be honest, because this, um, you know, this is for Ray to... Something that I think is very special. Um, and I think it's the process that goes into it as well. But um, you know, I'll let you guys sort of nose and assess the whiskey first of all, because hopefully there's some some things jumping out at you straight away. Yeah, I, I'm getting the oak. Nick and I did a tasting panel actually at the... Sorry, we, we, we watched and, and got the pack. Uh, we, we weren't uh, hosting it by any stretch. Um, called What's in the Wood uh, at the Whiskey Show. And one of them was a Japanese whiskey finished in in Mizunara, and so so my nose my nose is now kind of picks out Ooh. the wood. You can really pick out the wood on this. Yeah, I, I recognise something which is from that yeah, tasting exactly. set we did. That's exactly. why I was excited because those Japanese whiskeys were so we good. Try oh something else. No, something else. I tell you, there's a there's a dark chocolate vibe to this on the nose, which I'm getting, which I'm enjoying, and a spiciness to it as well. Spiciness is very important as well. Like yeah. hold hold on to that and just try and assess that little bit of it because once you do that, the rest of it just really sort of flows in and makes a lot of sense. Mm, yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Pardon the pun. This feels regal. <laughs> this <Hey>. feels <laughs> it does feel regal. This is nice. This is yeah, this feels special. This feels like this isn't a special occasion whiskey. Like oh, let's get let's get the uh, Mizanara out. I'm gonna give you a little. I'm gonna give you a little minute of silence, guys. I'm having I'm having trouble picking out individual notes to be honest, um, but I'm loving it. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, I try not to be like so. Uh, I don't know, annoyed at myself when I'm not picking things out. I just try and enjoy it, which I am absolutely. Yeah. What I say with this one is it does invite water as well. Just a little drop though. Because we are dealing with some sort of, um, I hate using the word delicate, you know, when I chat about whiskey, because you're always getting that nice punchy flavour, but you get some of that's delicate, but yet complex, I guess we could say. But a little bit of water does some really good jobs, this. Yeah, it's dropped a bit of water in. You can see it moving around as well, so kind of an oily spirit to it. So you guys mentioned, obviously, that, um, you know, that Mizunara um, influence on, was it What's in the Wood was the was the Yeah, session? that was the tasting note, yeah. Nice. So... Yeah. With that then, what was it you were identifying on that? Because it's just, just interesting for me to know as well. Can't remember. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> I'm pretty but, honest. But there's a familiarity there though, right? You oh yeah, there is, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, there definitely is. For yeah. me, it's a, there's, a, there's a nuttiness to it. So uh, yeah. a kind of 
dare I say it, hazelnut. Yep. If if there was like hazelnut and pears. Um, I was getting some floral stuff just but, now, like a heather or something, I think. You boys are absolutely smashing this. Uh, I, might re- I, I, might, I might retire. <laughs> I think the water helped. The water does unlock it a bit, Nick, as well. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. um, it's such a, a bountiful uh, complexity when you when you first get this on the palate. It's it can be um, it can be something to sort of assess all these individual notes. Yeah. You get water and calm it down. And again, I wouldn't normally put a drop of water in the forty percent either, so that's new yeah. to me. I wouldn't even go there. But. It's interesting, isn't it? And we we sort of when we do these tastings as well, Nick, we sort of invite people to put a bit of soda in here as well, like not a lot, not to clean it out. But we want them to put a drop of soda in and understand what we're trying to sort of tell them. So, guys have really hit the flavour notes on this one. You know, those sort of pear notes that were mentioned, those nuts. Um, so, me, uh, Manuka honey, quite big in this one. So oh, like, yes. Yeah. yeah. You with me? Yeah. It's so like not, not just your, not just your sort of, you know, store shelf makes it honey. This is Manuka honey. It's got, yeah, bit, the fancy got stuff, it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Macadamia nut, the hazelnut as well. Great note on there. I'm like, this is, it's not, the spice for me is like a pink peppercorn, but a little bit of, uh, and this isn't an official one, this is just me who gets it, remember, there's no wrong, it's that little bit, if you know when you have, you know you have like food from Szechuan, and you have that sort of, that, that sort of nasal thing going on, the, from the Szechuan pepper, right. that yes. starts to come through a little bit, that, and that florality comes into it as well. But again, it's a conversation, isn't it? So, you know, we're all right at the end of the day. Exactly, exactly. Now, this is really, this is really, um, Again, this is another one where you have this on your shelf. You want to, you're going to pull this out every now and then. Oh, try this! It's it's yeah. that kind of vibe. I'm I'm guessing this is a little bit more expensive. It tastes more expensive. You know what I mean by that, Nick? It just mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to guess it's about fifty quid. But I'm saying that based on the fact the other one was thirty five. I'm going to forty. What's the Google machine saying? Because I, I haven't checked it. Actually, yes, that's a good point. I, I was just playing a game. Let's uh, say it. 45. Oh, so okay. right, right back in the middle of, uh, of where we were there, Nick. Yeah. And that's, that's for me is what these whiskies are all about. I think, you know, pound for pound on a lot of these, I bring Shivers 18 into this as well, as well as 15, as well as the ones we've tasted today. You get such good quality for your money. Yeah. You really are. And again, I know I can sit here as the ambassador and say that, and it's my job to say that. But as a whiskey fan, as someone who actually enjoys figuring this out and assessing these whiskies, that's what I get from it anyway. You know, yeah. um, and anyone I speak to seems to seems to be in that camp as well. I mean, think about this from a, from Mizunara's sort of standpoint. That wood has got to be at least two hundred years old before we can even conceptualize making that into a cask. That's just Crazy. the rule. That's, that's just that's, nuts, that's, isn't it? How old? Sorry, two hundred years. Two hundred yeah. years. Good lord. Yeah. yeah, it has to be going for at least two hundred years before we can even conceptualize getting that down and making it into cask. It's so porous. It's so brittle. It's a mm. nightmare to work with. But the sheer flavour that comes off it is, you know, it's that's way in reward. And we don't, um, we don't really, you know, about 99% of what we do, 99.9% of what we do is, you know, first, second or third fill casks. We're using Virgin here as well. I was going to ask about that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Virgin casks, yeah. Yeah, so that's why you get that intensity and you, that's why you get that bouquet through. You know, we don't talk about how long this has to stay in that cask for finishing because it can be so different depending on the cask that we get. Is that why? Um, so that's why there's no age statement. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, we 
we want it to be its own story. We want it to be about that Mizunara. We want people to really sort of go in and say this. I will say this, in Japan, you can buy yourself a bottle of 18-year-old Mizunara, which I'm yet to taste. I would love to get my hands on at some point. But for us, uh, it's all about that. Um, it's all about that Mizunara oak, you know what I mean? It's, and it's, you know, it's, it's just that little point, again, of coming back to the fact that this is a blend. You know, why don't we just get the best possible version of this we possibly can do? And I don't want anyone to think this is, you know, a 12-year-old um, Shivas Rigo finishing a Mizunara cast. This is a blend that's made specifically for this purpose. More yeah. floral notes, more select choice of grain whiskies. And the, from its conceptual, uh, conceptualization to the actual finished products, this is done with that in mind. We want to get the best result out of this we can do, you know? Now, I enjoy a Shivers 12. If it's in a bar, I'll I'll have that because I know what I'm getting and it's not bad whiskey and that kind of stuff. Equally, it's not one of my favourites. I would never say Shivers 12 is one of my favourites, but it's the it's a core range and, and name a single whiskey where their core, num- their, their basic whiskey is my favourite. It's not going to happen, right? So, but I will drink it when I'm out, which I think is a, a great compliment of any drink, right? <laughs> So what I think it, people miss out on in the world of whiskey is that that's what 20 quid for a bottle of Chivas 12. And you, if you're willing to spend just an extra 15, 20 quid, you get something that's so much more special, but still isn't really hurting you too much in, in, the, whiskey, in the whiskey terms. Um, so I can't praise that part of what you're doing enough. The fact that you're bringing these incredible flavors within whiskey for a reasonable price. Uh, and I think that's got to be given praise and credit where it's because that's incredible. The, both of these have, have been amazing, completely different, but so amazing and still well within a decent birthday present price for someone you, that you quite like. Not even your best mate. <laughs> <laughs> you can save the 18 for someone that you really like. Is that what you're it's saying? Just, to do, that's right? my point. Like, it's, it's not like so expensive that you're thinking, oh, I, you know, that's only for my best mate who's on a big number birthday. No, this is, this is a reasonable for any, any whiskey. Oh, he likes whiskey. Like, and I think people miss out on that when they're buying people presents who, Oh, he likes whiskey. You know, just get her the first bottle they see. Actually think of it, look around and just go for the next one. that's a little bit up just because you're going to give a, get a different flavor. All of these whiskeys we've had, have had a different, a different flavor to, uh, to that standard 12. And they're all from the same company. It's crazy. And they're still all reasonable. Sorry, I'm, I'm rambling because I'm enjoying both of these so much. No, nah, not at all, man. Like we, you know, um, you know, going back to it as well, we know with Shivers 12, it was our flagship, you know, since 1938. It was the only whiskey we really had until 1997 when we released the 18. So it's got its job. But like you say, taking it at that next level and implementing a new sort of idea can be so rewarding. Um you know, I, I sit here as the ambassador, but like it's down to that blending team, mate. It really, really is. You know, um, you know these guys are really on the money. They'll nose two thousand whiskies a week. They'll taste four. They'll do it all at twenty percent ABV. They know what they're doing, and you know. And when we sort of see this, when I chat to people about, it, it's like, oh, you can't water down whiskey and you can't do this. It's like it's good enough for this team and they're producing what they're producing. It's good enough for me and it should be good enough for you to just at least try it, you know. And I say to everybody, like, whether it's us, I mean, I hope it's us, I hope it's us at Chivas, but whatever whiskey you're doing, especially if it's a blend, you know, drop a bit of water in there, let it unlock itself, let it really come out to play because there's so much going on in these whiskeys, you know. It might not work, but it might really work. It might not work, it might not really work, you know. Um, 
And that, that's what I think, as if we talk about, you know, the whiskey industry as a whole, we, not just ambassadors, but people who drink stuff, need to be a bit more, in my opinion, open about that idea. You know, this idea that whiskey is just, it's meant to go in a glass. You can't do anything to it. It's only drank by one demographic in one type of place, by one type of, you know, money bracket. It's gone. It's done. It's, it's not a valid point. Anyone yeah. can enjoy whiskey. Do you know what I mean? Anyone can enjoy it. And us as people, me as the ambassador, like us all as people who imbibe the stuff and really enjoy it, we really want more people to enjoy our products, right? That's the long and short of it. So that's why these are out there. That's why these blends are out there. And that's why the accessibility is out there as well. And that's why you'll never hear me saying anything different and enjoy your whiskey in the way you want to. I kind of feel like the word whiskey is, uh, is, is hurting itself in some regards because people have that first experience of whiskey which might not be a good one or whatever and therefore they don't want to ever touch it again with that, and they're forgetting the fact that it's probably one of the most versatile drinks there is and mm. the, with the biggest spectrum of different flavours out of every drink that I've ever had to experience or tried to go into detail on I've never known a, a spirit come under the bra- bracket of one name and have such a complete different uh, spectrum of flavours and experiences oh my god like honestly took the words right out of my mouth because that's the other thing as well that same point we're starting with three ingredients yeah you know what i mean that's that's what people forget you know if, you, if we want to call into grain whiskey you know we start with four we've got some different cereals in there but we're starting with yeast we're starting with um we're starting with malted barley we're starting with water and that's where this starts mm. like and we can pull so much flavor out of that and we get obviously our new make spirit. I've got some new make Glenlivet over there. You still got this big sort of note of banana, toffee, pineapple coming from it anyway, just because the way the heart's been cut in the right place, the stills are designed the right way for the whiskey. When it comes to blends, you know, you've made this thing that's great in some of the parts. Every single choice has been made in the right way. The cask that it goes into, the finish that it's done, the actual whiskeys that come involved. And if you like you say about the different flavorful flowers you can pull from it, think about People talk to me about gin all the time. I used to work on gin and gin's a great category and go, oh, we choose gin for, you know, the property. We like citrus or we like earthiness. Or we like herbaceousness. You give someone a whiskey in the glass, they can pull different ideas from it every single time. Oh, I like the fruitiness of this. I like the smokiness of this. I like the sweetness of this, you know, the robustness, the earthiness of this. And then you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. You know? And even within one bottle, you can, every time you pour a glass, you'll get something completely different. That's why I love it. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. I'm going to be a bit cheeky here. Okay. So I know you're here with your, your Perno Ricard hat on, but what is your favourite whiskey? Oh, damn. Yeah, let's, let's take the portfolio out of it. The let's whole Perno Ricard I mean, portfolio just, out. just to completely get you out of trouble, let's, let's say not including whiskeys from the Perno Ricard brand or range. If they didn't exist, what whiskey would be you say, oh, yeah, I really love that one? So I can't say my portfolio. Is that what we're saying to me? Yeah, right? basically, Correct. yeah. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Well, if I was going to say portfolio, just to tell everything off and just in yeah, case yeah, no, the boss that's is fine. listening. No, no, no. I, I appreciate it, that. It would, be, it would be the Glenlivet 15. Right. That's, that's my go-to. Outside, I can't use it. The first uh, whiskey I really sort of got in a glass and really sort of went, I get it. I totally get it. Uh, it was a Buna Haven 12-year-old. So I would ah, say, that's, I'd okay. say that's a solid one for me. Because I, 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 start, I started on uh, smoky um, single malts. That's where I started my story, you know what I mean? And uh, worked my way a little bit more inland to Speyside Highlands. I still don't know. I still really appreciate it. But if there's like a, a favorite one that I can't use, uh, sorry, I can't use the portfolio, 
I'd, I'd give it to that one to be honest because it, it's it's such a good whiskey guys it's great yeah i got a bottle of that which i've not actually tried yet nick i'm sure i sent you a sample of it yeah you might have i'm trying to see if i had one in this little sample the water of life kit that i had um ignore me <laughs> edit I, no in other words i know i don't think i've had one yet yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's honestly I, I, it's it's just um everyone will start somewhere different i mean everyone will start somewhere different but i think for me if i'm going to choose my favorite one it'll be the one that i saw again you know the, the penny drops sort okay. of thing so that's, that's why I'll go to that one and, and now to, to make sure you're, you're not getting in trouble at all right have you considered with the Glenlivet Caribbean cask have you considered doing a scented candle of it <laughs> listen I, I was listening to your podcast about this right and I've heard this chat before <laughs> so, yeah. it's one I, of the best smelling whiskies I've ever smelled I want it as a candle David should, yeah. have a word have a word, okay. make it happen for me. I I will try my damnedest, mate. I will do. But um, so so right. If if I can formulate that and cut it into a candle for you, yes. Would I be in your mind? Would I be up there with John Luke Picard as one of the best people to ever? Have, well, Patrick Stewart, I guess, to ever grace the earth. If I made that Ab- you. Absolutely, you would surpass the basketball player David Robinson. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, but by, you know, I'd consider you taller than him. That's, uh, that's, hey, listen, that, that, <laughs> that, that's, that's all I need in my life. Then, yeah? <laughs> Without wearing a set of stilts. That's what I need in my life. Um, yeah. But mate, honestly, going back to that point, it's a great, it's a great nosing note, isn't it? That one. It yeah. smells so good. Beautiful. Absolutely amazing. Um, someone's at my door. I think I'm getting something delivered. <laughs> uh, here's an edit for you, Nick. Right, it's, we'll a, it's, a Glenlivet, it's a Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve candle. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll show you this, because I got this. This box of Glenlivet 12. Oh, nice. It's like, it's got a suede top, and it, I haven't even opened it, and I got this in 2004, I think it was. So I used to tour in a rock band, and I won this at our, like, uh, publisher's Christmas party, as it were. It's a 12-year-old in this lovely kind of leather case. And I basically, uh, that night, I was like, because I was in a rock band, I was like, I'm not opening this man until we've got our first platinum album or something like that. Still still not opened. It's, there it is. It's still there. Hey, so, I've, I've, I've never seen one of those boxes before. Generally. I'm sure it's not even around, but it's still wrapped. Is it the green Is it the green glass? I don't know. I haven't unwrapped it. God. I'll have a little peek. A little yeah. peek. Yeah. Green glass. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of old branding on there. It doesn't look like it does in the uh, in the shops at the moment. But I don't yeah. want to fully unwrap it to uh, take away its magic, you know. Yeah, I've, I've still got one knocking around somewhere. I've got a, a green bottle of um, got them as well, which I'm saving as well because it's. I think it looks. I think the green glass looks great. I, I think the new packaging looks great. I think the new branding. Oh, I love it. Yeah, great that's boy. The that I looks amazing. That. Isn't it cool? Yeah, yeah. It's, cool. it's got a suede top to it. Again, this is the one I got in 2004, Dave, or 2005 with Tat. Ah. Oh, a Christmas party. Anyway, haven't opened it because I haven't made a platinum record yet. <laughs> and uh, just... this will probably be buried with me, to be honest. But uh, there we go. <laughs> well, where were we? Did my, uh, did my Caribbean Reserve candle arrive? All right. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, that's... Yeah, uh... But you, you were so quick with that. Unbelievable. Can't wait. Can't wait to get that, that, uh, that on fire. That toffee, banana, <laughs> pineapple, oh. uh, cooked apple smell going. Pernod <laughs> yeah. Ricard Prime, I'm guessing. There we go. Yeah. Not bad, not yeah. bad when you got a warp drive, is it? Yeah, exactly. 
Yes. Yeah, flux capacitor in that yes. one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, and on, on that note, I think we should probably call this a date. But this has yeah. been wonderful. Thank you so much for uh, giving us these samples and um, and letting us try some of these. I'm yeah. This uh, I'll be honest. Of the ones we tried today, and this includes a couple of weeks, a couple of episodes ago, um, the Rycast finish for me is is was the highlight. Uh, don't know about you, Nick. Um, although this this uh, Mizunara finish as well, oh, as cast, yeah. sorry, is also incredible. The two today, so very, me, very special. But uh, yeah, it's very close. But yes, thank you very much, and thank you for coming on. And uh, I thought I might bump into you into in the uh, in the whiskey jar in in the Northern Quarter or something. Hey man, we'll, uh, we'll now it's back open. We'll we'll make it happen. So good to see Australia open again as well, isn't it? So let's uh, absolutely never know. Hopefully, somewhere down the line, we'll uh, bump into each other and uh, enjoy a dram. But honestly, guys, it's been, I hope so. It's been an absolute pleasure on my part as well. So thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks, David. Thank you. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. So obviously we posted the full uncut video of that uh, on our Patreon page a few weeks ago. If you didn't watch it before and you're a Patreon, you can go and watch it. Or if you want to sign up to our Patreon, you can go and watch all our previous posts, which includes all the uncut videos of our previous episodes, as well as some other extras. I'm sure there'll be some more extras soon. Uh, Talking of extras, Nick, um, one thing that people may not know is that we set up a Zazzle page. Oh, the yeah. link's in the show notes. Nick's done some special T-shirt designs, which we couldn't get printed, so we just put them on Zazzle. And we're going to add some more stuff to it as well. So uh, if you like whiskey-based merchandise or whiskey-based clothing or golf balls, you can have it put on anything. We you put can loads. actually haven't put them on anything, yeah. It's it's quite incredible. So go and check out that. Uh, there's always there's always a discount going on as well on Zazzle. Yeah. One I, of need, those good I need some of that stuff. I designed a load of T-shirts ages ago, and they are on Zazzle. I don't even have any of them myself. I need to get I think some. your brother got one. Did he? I'm sure your brother got one. I'm sure he told mm. me he was getting one. Maybe yeah, he didn't. Well, I haven't seen it. But there's some great ones. The I Am Glenn Livid t-shirt is on there. It's some of my finest work. Yeah, it's annoying that you weren't wearing that. I oh, know, we should have worn it today. Uh, yeah. Oh. oh. Next, time, next time we get him on, uh, we'll get some made for ourselves. If David's listening to this, which I hope you are... Um, <laughs> we're, we're, We've I, have, stolen I designed your a t-shirt. Yeah, I designed, <laughs> yeah, I designed a t-shirt ages ago. I am Glenn Livid, and um, it's some of my finest artwork I've ever done. It's amazing. It's incredible artwork. I loved it. Um, I nearly made it into a hat. That was nearly your birthday present. Oh, like, I would have taken that. Oh, I'm, I, mean, I love this hat, but I would have yeah. taken that as well. <laughs> yeah. But um, there's other ones as well. There's some. I'm really happy with the other whiskey designs which are on there. Um, so go and have a look. Zazzle forward slash. Whiskey and Things, is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in the description, everyone. If you're in America, Zazzle.com, and it's obviously cheaper postage, or if you're in the UK, .co.uk, and probably in every country, if you put your .au or whatever, and, and yeah. you can save on postage, which is lovely. Yes. And um, for today as well, we mentioned them a couple of weeks ago, but um, if you want to find out about Shivers a bit more, Shivers.com. And um, their socials are Shivers Regal, Shivers UK, again, as I said a couple of weeks ago. And David is on at Whiskey by the Glass on Instagram, if you want to follow him as well. He does like cocktail. He does, it's, he does amazing he got, it's amazing he got that handle. Whiskey know, right? by the Glass. That's he does incredible. his whiskey stuff on there. He does his whiskey stuff. It's, it's a good follow. It's a good follow. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so Nick, go. I think the Angels have had their share, mate. They've had more than their share. I'll tell you. They've had two parts of share. <laughs> 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 Uh, 
Yeah, it's definitely time. Is she falling apart? Is she Nick? <laughs> a share after three doubles. Uh, there we go. Um, yes, she's had her share, and so have you. Cheers. 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 Thanks for coming. <laughs> Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions.